Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Ragna DeBots. It's the day after the 2019 Marathon de Saab, and she's the women's champion. Congratulations, Ragna. <laughs> Thank you very much, Megan. <laughs> so, what was it like being in the Sahara Desert for a week? Uh, it was the first time for me to be in the desert. Um, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a really, it's been a really good experience. Uh, it was uh, more or less the way I expected it to be, I think, like uh, uh, regarding the terrain, because uh, as I'd never been in a desert, it was difficult to find out uh, how to train. And in the end, uh, I found uh, a dry riverbed close to my home. Uh -huh. It's long, it's about 15 kilometers long, and you can up, go up and down, obviously. And uh, uh, I trained there, and uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to be like similar to what I'm yeah. going to, was going to find here, uh, find here, but uh, it worked out really well. So uh, it was interesting, and it was good. So I felt really prepared for uh, for the marathon. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. So you um, did a lot of your training on in the same spot, back and forth, over and over. Uh, well, I did. I never left the mountains because okay. I am going to carry on in uh, doing uh, sky races and trail uh, races. But um, yeah, part of my training was in the in the dry riverbed. Uh -huh. <laughs> some training sessions on the flat as well. Some also some some uphill training. Uh, some training sessions with uh, with the backpack on with different kind of weights and sometimes just like a slow running pace in the dry riverbed because uh, there were like there are sections with like bigger stones like well, what we ran the way you find yeah what we find what we find here and also some sections with very very little stones which is similar to running on on sand so uh -huh. yeah <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. Well, you kind of touched on all of like the different components of the Marathon de Saab. Like it's a stage race, something that you've done before. You've been to the to the Coastal Challenge a couple times, I think. But yeah. then there's the added bits of carrying the backpack and camping for a week and then the terrain of, of the Sahara. How did you find all of those variables this week yeah it was it wasn't easy to manage with all of it i'm really pleased about how it worked out but uh i've, ha I've had some difficulties as well uh, i think the tent sleeping in the tent went really well i was really lucky with my um uh, tent mates and they helped me a lot and i felt really uh, at home with them really okay. yeah uh conditions on the sand were more like more or less what I expected so that they weren't a problem I think um, the back uh, the backpack was okay because I trained with the backpack and I think that's important uh, so the weight wasn't a problem at all only um, it didn't fit it completely well because it was a little bit too big for me okay. and I should have uh, uh, got to a tailor to get it exactly right, uh, okay. which I didn't do because I thought I would manage, and uh, so I had li like little banging on my back, and which caused me back problems. But um, otherwise, uh, yeah, I think I liked the whole thing. It was interesting also the to cope with the the heat and then the 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 cold at night. Uh -huh. uh, actually, my. Uh, a lot of people talked about the heat beforehand, and uh, but I knew it was going to be cold at night, and uh, um, I was more afraid about the nights <laughs> than the heat during the day because the heat, in the end, 
uh, I've I've run very often in in hot conditions okay. and more or less I know what that's about. Uh, but the heat and then the cold at night it's difficult because it's difficult for your body I think to to regulate itself and and to to recover in those changing conditions all the time because in the end there I think we spend nine or ten days in the desert is quite a lot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah tell me what you think about the the food because you're only carrying a couple thousand calories per day not at all the energy you're burning out there what do you think of that? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I actually carried more than the minimum amount of calories. Uh, I carried more or less the minimum amount plus the amount of food I needed uh, during the race. Okay. And I think for me that's not too far of what I need. So I didn't, uh, I wasn't hungry at all. I mean, I didn't uh, feel like I couldn't um, fuel up again for the next day. I felt... Okay fine i felt i didn't feel hungry at all uh something which i didn't uh expect uh to miss was just like uh, or to need <laughs> was like uh, just little treats like my team ten mates they had like uh the spanish ham sometimes some of them had cheese or some nuts and um my friend had some special cakes which i really like which he talked to my husband to ask him what kind of things I really like to have a treat because he'd been at Sables and he probably knew that uh, sometimes you need a treat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so he brought them uh, with him for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is really nice and really helpful. And uh, in the beginning, I'm, I don't normally eat like ham and, 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 and cheese. So in the first two days, I said, no, no, I'm okay. And the third day, I was like, <laughs> yes please have a little bit as well and it was nice to share it with everybody and and just a nice moment it's just a tiny little bit because we shared uh, with everybody but i think that that's uh, quite important uh, apart from the food you need to uh, to get all the nutritions you need uh, to have just a little treat to to keep you happy and to just to enjoy this special moment yeah Ah, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so a week of racing in the de- desert. This year, you were basically all alone at the front of the women's race. You were basically competing with the men. What was it like, the mindset of, co- you know, competing day to day and trying to maintain your own pace, but really having no competition around you? Uh, I don't, I didn't really mind because uh, when I compete, I uh, usually compete with myself okay. and uh, I I want to achieve the best for myself I, I'm not really competitive towards other people I think uh, uh, so I didn't mind when I after the first two stages uh, I was close to the top 10 so uh, I, I put an extra goal apart from winning to try and get into the top 10 okay. with the men and but then uh, the day after, on the third stage, uh, after like in the in the second half of the race, I I started to have my my back problems and it set me back again a little bit. And I expected to do a really good fourth stage mm-hmm. because I think it's a good distance for me. And I, I in normal conditions I would have felt really comfortable uh, to run that distance. Uh, but because the problem of the problems I was having, uh, I wasn't able to to eat, to, to drink, so I had to take it a lot easier than I uh, I, I planned to, uh, which set me back again a little bit more. And then on the fifth day, um, 
I felt really good. Uh, it was a really nice stage, uh, some nice hills to run, <laughs> and I was just running with with a smile, a smile on my face, like as it as if it was the first day. Uh-huh. And I I felt like speeding up all the time. I was just enjoying it so much. So uh, that was really satisfying because. Uh, if it had been a bad day, it would have been like a downhill race. But now it was like uh, some good stages, some tough things to cope with. And then finally another uh, boost of energy to, to get to the to the finish line in yeah. the end. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk for a minute about that, that problem that you had. Before we started the interview, you said on the third stage, your back pain from the pack banging got so badly yeah. that it made you sick like yeah. physically sick yeah yeah i when <laughs> when i spoke to other people it was uh, i described it a bit as uh when you're having a baby <laughs> oh. you can have so much pain that you start to vomit yeah uh, it happened to me when i was giving birth and uh-huh. uh it was a bit like that I, it was such a such a severe pain but not only just for a couple of seconds but the whole time that uh, I couldn't cope with it anymore after all. It's just like ongoing. Like when you're giving birth, it's not just um, a couple of seconds. It's you're hours. there hours and hours and hours. And and that's what makes it really hard mm. to, to endure it. So uh, at one point, I just, uh, I, it was too much for, for my body, I think. Okay. And I, I started vomiting. I, uh, I had diarrhea and uh, I couldn't get anything into my body anymore and then yeah. and then oh, <laughs> I I went in a downhill spiral uh, my muscles my abdominal muscles were all like hurting as well uh-huh. because I I guess I put more uh, I, I worked hard with my my muscles uh, to get uh, to well to to avoid working with my uh, back muscles so uh yeah it was difficult but uh i got to the <laughs> to the third to the to the to finish line at the third stage and uh, i just lost time i think in the last uh well probably 12 15 kilometers okay. and every time a little more in the beginning i lost maybe just like 10 seconds per kilometer and then uh, after when i started vomiting and then i uh, got really badly and after the last aid station i just felt like uh i was just fighting to move forward really yeah. as real <laughs> fight with myself in the dunes it was a tough last part and but uh, it's all it's also satis- satisfying when you when you have to go through some some hard times uh, when you uh, when you start to feel better afterwards. So in the end, I'm I'm very pleased about mm. about my result. Yeah. Can you talk about how because you finished that stage and the next day was the long step? Yeah. You know, uh, 76 kilometers. How did you recover yourself and prepare your back and recover your stomach to put it all together and have? I know you said you didn't have like a day that you really liked but it was okay like it went okay how did you put yourself back together uh, uh i rested a lot um i uh i had really good food i think i i uh, i was on a liquid diet okay. uh, but uh, it's called quick meal and it's uh it's liquid it's like a shake like a, uh but it's it's a complete meal uh, it's it's mm. uh, you have the exact amounts of everything and uh-huh. it, it helps you to recover really well 
and and rest and just relax and keep keep try to keep to, to uh, try to keep my head cool uh, in the shade as well <laughs> but just uh, I made a plan for the next day um, I didn't I felt recovered I felt okay. I think also because uh, in this third stage I slowed down a little bit my legs weren't actually so tired because uh -huh. sometimes it helps as well when you slow down maybe the rest of your body suffers but your legs suffer less so uh, I felt strong uh, but I made a new plan. I want. I plan to to run a really fast race on the on the ultra day, and uh, instead of doing that, I uh, I decided to start really slowly, not to go with the head group, but take a step back, let them go, go at my slow pace, like below my the pace I Got would it. feel normally comfortable with. And then I thought that uh, I could speed up after the first marathon, uh, so the last 35 kilometers just to go a bit faster. Uh, uh, it didn't work out like that <laughs> because uh, after like 40k, I started having a lot of trouble with my back again, and uh, again the same thing. I couldn't uh, uh, eat and drink, so I had to. Uh, to just I go on on salt tablets and water basically. Uh, I think I was very lucky to find um, it got cold in the afternoon. That was one thing which helped me. And there was a tent with the the Moroccan tea, the very sugary tea, which was a <laughs> which which I I could take and it helped me a lot. It gave me a lot of sugar, I guess, to to. Uh, to move forward again, so you mean, I finished um, the tea that was at checkpoint five. That or where did you get? Yeah, the tea? probably it's checkpoint five. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So you you were able to drink that tea? Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> and then uh, 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 the last from the last checkpoint, I ran together with somebody else, uh, which was really pleasant for me as well because I just followed his steps and uh, we arrived together mm. uh, yeah it must have felt um, very relieving to ha have you know passed through all the difficulties and to arrive still successfully and with a very strong day at yeah the end of the long stage i was glad to to arrive in first position again because uh, it's always nice to when you have the first position to keep it up and not to lose it uh, uh, it wasn't the race I expected to do, but uh, I think in the end it's a multi-stage race and uh, it's hard to get it all perfect. I mean, uh, it's difficult, difficult conditions in the yeah. end. So uh, I was really glad uh, that the day afterwards, um, well, we had one rest day, but then I, I felt really recovered for the last day. My back had recovered mm -hmm. a lot as well during this day of rest and I felt really strong during the last marathon which was i was just running with a smile on my face all the time and uh, that was really nice that was just a really nice end uh, ending strong and feeling good now so i've run the marathon to sob a couple of times and i thought the finish line of the marathon stage was a really special finish line like you're coming along a ridge line and then you can see the finish line out there beyond a lot of sand. Yes. Can you talk about what was going through your head during that time of descending this beautiful <laughs> plain of sand where you were coming to the end of the competitive race, you were going to be the women's champion, the week was finding its finish. What was going, <laughs> what was going through your head during that time? Uh, 
Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I especially um, enjoyed the part just before. It was like an uphill. I felt comfortable running, uh -huh. running it. I ran past uh, some other runners. I actually met with my with Alex and uh, my uh, team uh, mate, and uh, he was just like. Uh, feeling down a bit I think so I said go on Alex and he speeded up so we ran really close together the last bit it was at the end of the climb there was a really nice downhill in the dunes and I, I don't know if you remember I really enjoyed it uh -huh. and and then we could see the finish line as you said uh, yeah at that point of the, uh, I knew I was going to win uh, this special moment that when you know you are winning nothing else can go wrong anymore it's always uh, an emotion that goes through you it's like your tears coming into your eyes yeah. and then you uh, pass it away and then it's just like running the last part which wasn't so easy because it was in the sand it looked close but there were a couple of miles away still and it, and it was all sand it was all sand all so sand. you couldn't it took a lot of effort to run fast and you couldn't run as fast as you would have liked to run so it was working hard still until the, the last uh, well until the end basically the end. Uh, I just did what I could and then uh, without pushing it over pushing it and then I, when I was just about 50 or 100 meters before the finish line I speeded up and I was just <laughs> so happy that I jumped and I, I, it was a real celebration for me yes yeah. fantastic um, 225 kilometers in the Sahara Desert, a week on liquid yeah. food, yeah. a week laying on the ground with no padding. <laughs> is this is this something that you think about? Okay, I've done it one and done. Would you like to try it again? What do you what do you think of now? Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's been a really good experience. I would certainly do it again. Uh, actually, I would like to try it again uh, to do better because uh, I would like to do a, a good long mm -hmm. stage okay. once. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yes, I would uh, would definitely repeat it. You'd come back and sleep on the dirt in the sand for a week to try it all again. Yeah, it's actually something we have a California fan, and sometimes we go into the mountains and uh, on a, like a holiday or a long weekend, or and it's pretty much the same. Like uh, you just <laughs> you can't have a shower when you go to the dirt. <laughs> it's similar. It is all similar. So it's not something unusual, not completely unusual for me. And. Uh, in fact, I think I like the fact that, that we out there in nature mm. uh, to share moments with other people. No distractions, no mobiles, no nothing. Just you, the people, mm, you're running, uh, calm and, simple. Uh, and simple life. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, so the rest of your race schedule, I know recovering from the Marathon de Saab is going to be something that takes a couple of weeks, but what else is on your racing schedule for 2019? Uh, I'm going to to follow the Skyrunning World Cup again, and the World Championships probably, and also the World Championships, championships uh, Long Distance Mountain Running in the end of the year in Argentina. Uh, I don't know if there was anything else, it's, but that's, that's, that will probably keep me quite busy. Uh, that's, that's I, I, I am doing a couple of races from the Golden Trail series as well, okay. uh, because uh, I think they are really interested, interesting races. Uh, I'm going to do Pikes Peak, mm. 
I think that's a, a must-do race. Uh -huh. It's on my list. It's been on my list for some years, and uh, I want to do Sierra-Sinal as well. Give it, give it a go. Uh, so uh, yeah, m mainly marathon distance. Okay. And first one will probably be uh, Transbalkania, or even I might go to China, but that's pretty soon. So like yachting? <laughs> yes. Ah, yeah, okay. I think that's on the third or fourth of May. So that uh, I have to. When I get home, I'll try my legs, <laughs> see see if it's worthwhile uh, going there. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your win of the 2019 Marathon de Saab, Ragna. Thank you very much. <laughs>